Hi, everyone. Welcome to this ninth episode of Clarity of Purpose. Today, we have a special guest, my dear friend, Luisa, who came on this platform, this podcast, to talk about how the practice of yoga can impact your whole way of living. Yoga is something that you embody, is something that you transfer in your whole life. So Luisa is going to give us her five life lessons that she learned from the practice of yoga, but also who she is as a human, her journey, and um, she will talk also about routines and also the discipline of yoga thank you so much Luisa to be here I'm so happy um to welcome thank you, you. So thank you so much for having me that was a really nice introduction I apologize in advance for my kind of sick voice it's not the best but I'm going to try to make it as clear as possible for everyone but yeah thank you so mm -hmm. much for saying those kind words uh, I can't stop smiling even though it's the first time I'm on a podcast because it's it's always good to share um, to share these little things and I truly believe that it's going to be a great conversation so thank you for having me Thank you so much. Um, so let's start just by uh, knowing more about who you are. Who is Luisa? Yeah, so um, I am I'm actually Portuguese. I am 27 years old. Uh, and um, it's actually a, a kind of strange way to think about it now, how I got into into the practice of yoga, how it started for me. Um, but even though I I am not a full-time yoga teacher, I do teach uh, at least once a week to my to my students. Um, and I also practice, uh, have my my very own personal practice of Ashtanga Yoga with my teacher. Um, but I would never think that I would end up teaching uh, vinyasa yoga like I do um, when I first started practicing because uh, at the time I I was just 21 uh, actually not 21 I was, I was 23 at the time yeah when I started to realize that I had a lot of I found I found it very difficult to be able to control my emotions and my anxiety was spiraling a lot I was having trouble managing how to control my own breathing especially in in academic uh, contexts but also in social contexts I was kind of feeling that I was losing touch with who I wanted to be you know and your so, purpose exactly my purpose and so I started to to search for some tools that would help me and I guess I always wanted yoga you know I for what I had been seeing I I was always interested in it I just never had the um, courage to just show up at a class and try it so for anyone who is listening and has that little bit of curiosity and is like I like to try it but I don't know how to start just start by going to a class it's how everything starts for all of us like that's really how it is 
And so I went. The first class was very hard for me. I felt like for the first time I was actually, um, it was proposed by the teacher that we would sit in silence for a couple of minutes. And it felt like an eternity for me because I didn't like to be sitting with my own thoughts and emotions. And I would hear my own heartbeat kind of racing. I would get anxious and nervous. Um, my breathing would go faster than normal. And in the end of the class, actually, it's, it was very strange for me because we had to, to come together with our hands in prayer uh, for the Om chanting. And my hands were shaking so much. I couldn't know how, why. I, I didn't know if it was anxiety or if I was just really excited to be there. Um, and my hands were shaking a lot. And I had to press them together really hard. And so after that class, I was like, I didn't like this, but I know this is the way that I'm supposed to go, at least to discover myself and see where this is all coming from. And so I enrolled, I started to practice uh, vinyasa yoga at the time, and I really liked it. I mean, vinyasa is a very good practice. It is, it's very dynamic, it's very different each time. So I felt like it was challenging for me, but also I found it kind of comforting to be there, listen to the music, the kind of flow is just, you know, it makes you want to keep on practicing. Um, yeah, that's, just, yeah, that's what you told me before, you know, vinyasa is all about the posture. Mm -hmm. And I, I told you that I love yoga also because it's a way that us, a practice that challenge you but mm -hmm. also you're in your comfort zone a little bit you know you feel mm -hmm. comforting it's like a home I love hot yoga so I feel like warm so nice. it's just the best ever and it's it's really finding that strength in that stillness you mm -hmm. know and in that slow movement mm -hmm. I really really love it um yes it is it's kind of getting in touch with your flow you know it's a very beautiful practice like you try to synchronize your breathing and your movement it's it's really nice i i love it uh but then i started to practice ashtanga and ashtanga yoga is actually a form of vinyasa yoga as well so we also have a synchronized breathing with movement so um it's not static but it's a little bit different it it definitely has some more rules the sequences are uh pretty well established so you need to from the outside and in the beginning it's like it looks like something very rigid and very the same to everyone so most people feel like i wouldn't fit in um in such a rigorous practice you know but that's precisely what gives you the knowledge of who you are because you need to adapt it to your own self and so I feel like Ashtanga really helped me to do this by doing the same thing every day I would notice exactly where my mind patterns were where my body patterns were you know like mm -hmm. if you have 
um, if you have an exhausting week and you're very tired and you're not sleeping well enough, you're coming up to the mat and you notice that you're very stiff, you don't, you're not as energetic as you would be. And if you are well-rested, if you're happy, if you're um, eating well, you'll be much more energetic. And you notice because you're doing the same, but it's different, you know? So it's kind of, it's in the patterns. Uh, it's, it's in repeating the same things that you see how you are the one who is different, not the practice itself, you know? Mm. It's you that is going through all of your emotional things, your different phases in life that is constantly changing, but the practice mm. is, is still the same. So it's kind of a, a meaning of adapting it to yourself. So, yeah, we typically have, um, we typically practice every day in the morning, um before even starting our our day and it has definitely been a struggle for me as well like I don't want this to sound as if I've got it all figured out I go to bed at a certain time I wake up at 6 or 6 30 every day sometimes I miss the alarm I kind of get upset about it um but it's all about proposing ourselves to restart you know just not giving up trying again the next day knowing that that's the pattern that you should be following in case you want that for yourself because if you don't it's completely fine um, but if you want it you just need to adapt and you need to keep on trying so don't feel bad if you miss one day of practice. Just practice a little bit later um, and the next day try again, you know? So, yeah, that's a little bit of a, a summary of my practice and how I ended up here right now. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing and so much knowledge i don't know for you guys but i'm just here with the eyes sparkling i love uh what luisa said you know that's okay she had the court she had the courage to show up for your yourself you know for herself as uh, she tries to do it every single day uh but the important thing is to take the first step and just try your best and I really loved um, our conversation of yesterday and today when you said, you know, yoga is something that centers me and I can't, I can never lose myself. I am always stable because as you said, you know, like those habits, I talked about the habits in the last episodes and the routines, but those habits and those routines are a frame and they're like the signals that makes you self-aware when yeah. you are not in that frame you know mm -hmm. it's totally okay to not be in that frame of routine or habit if you have a bad day or something but at least you will know what you're living and you mm -hmm. will know where are you um you will know um, where you are um, in comparison of those habits and 
um, those exactly. routines that you have in your life. And if you're not in that frame, you'll say to yourself, oh, look, the alarm goes off and then you become aware and you're like oh I'm not in the frame I'm not doing my habits and routines that keep me centered so I'm not centered I need to go back you know mm -hmm. so so true um yeah thank you that's exactly that's ex that's exactly it <laughs> that's exactly what I've been what, what I've been thinking about and I really liked talked about uh these things we do yesterday and today as well because I feel like this comes as a perfect follow-up of your previous episode on routines and daily habits so yeah mm -hmm. amazing thank you so much um so now uh I would love to know you know the five lessons that you learned from the practice of yoga so people can implement those lessons in their life or also um, get into the practice of yoga mm -hmm. and live that amazing transformation mm -hmm. yeah so I I didn't have to think that much to get to these five little things that are not little are not little at all But I feel like the first lesson that I've learned and that I am always learning because I need to constantly remind myself of this is that everything is always changing. You know, nothing is permanent. You're always going through a lot of changes and a lot of phases. And that's okay. You don't need to be the same because you can't be the same. That just means you're not evolving. But life happens and life changes as well. And so does your body. And so does your mind. And so does your family, your friends, your career. Like everything is constantly moving. And it's hard because sometimes I feel like we get stuck into these habits and routines. And we kind of rely on them to make sure that our life is figured out. You know, and if I have this completely uh, set for myself, um, nothing can shake me, you know, but then life comes and throws something at you and you realize that you have to start all over again. So you need to build up those those routines and those habits again. So, for example, if I am practicing And uh, I'm in Portugal, I have the same, uh, I'm in the same time zone as my teacher. I may not even be with her physically, but I am, I am with her online. So I wake up, I have my routine, I have my practice, and then I have breakfast, I start working, whatever. But then if I need to be somewhere else, and it might just be a single hour of time difference, it'll just affect my day, so I'll need to plan ahead. So I need to adapt my routines to that new reality. So it's okay to change things when they need to be changed. Just don't lose your center, you know. Don't give up those things that are going to be your solid rock when you need that support because you can only find that within you. So you cannot rely on anything else for that. So if for me, for example, if it is my practice and I know that when I get on the mat, I feel 
happy I feel not necessarily happy I feel happy in the in the end you know not to say that it's a suffering but I feel happy when I realize that I showed up for myself because the moment where I need to go to the mat sometimes I don't want to you know I just wake up and I keep playing over and over in my head why can't I just skip today and do this later I could do this like after uh, work or something but no like I'm doing that for myself so if everything is always changing that all also means that your body will be changing sometimes will be it'll be amazing like you can have a, an amazing practice your body is not hurting at all it's very bendy you're very open then the next day something happens like it's getting colder you didn't eat well something happened to you and you've been shaken up by it and your body feels stiffer you're like you feel your chest closing up a little bit but that's also a phase and even though it hurts that day maybe the next day will be better you know um so it's about trying to not get as attached to that uh sensation of oh this went so well so i'm going to carry it with me and tomorrow i need to do this or even better no maybe it's going to be a little bit worse and you can't be attached to that either you need to let go of that so that the next day can be different so that's exactly why i feel like in ashtanga we do the same the same things the same things every day but is all it's always something different you know um mm -hmm. so, yeah, and everything it's is always changing as i said mm -hmm. it's so beautiful and you know we we also talked about how when you accept it there's less resistance and as you said when we are in resistance we lose our power Yeah. And we give our power to those external things that are changing in our lives. And we're giving out this practice that is going to center us. So, you know, accept it, be in flow um, and let go of that resistance because you don't want to give up that thing and you don't want to give up your power to center yourself in that day, in that practice. And also, it's so when you, I listened uh, to you talking, I was actually thinking about when you said our body is changing, sometimes we blame our body. We say, yes. why my body is hurting? Why am I sick? Why mm -hmm. um, I'm not so energetic today? Why my body is um in pain why did it why did it did i had an injury mm -hmm. so your body remember your body is your home your body is not separated from who you are your body is your identity not physically well not like um like the shape or shape of, like not the shape or form but like the physical body you know it's it's your home yeah. it's your vehicle so don't separate yourself from it just say you know like my home right now doesn't feel good and i'm going to flow with it i'm going to give yeah. um some love and 
um, gentleness because, um, you know, I love my body, you know, and self-love, showing self-love to yourself is accepting it and not in not judging your body, not blaming it for how he feels, um, how your body feels. Um, yeah. That's exactly it. Yes. Yeah. So I was thinking this, this kind of brings me to another lesson. Number um, two. Yeah. Like I was, I was actually thinking about a different one because it comes up with this, like we need to, I think that a, one of the greatest lessons that I've learned as well is that we need to be kinder to ourselves, you know? We need to be kinder to who we are because um, most of the times we are we are trying to be better. We are trying to go faster. We are trying to um, do something just because other people are doing it. And sometimes we just need to take a step back, stop and celebrate what we have accomplished and uh, realize that the only way that we can move forward is by accepting the reality of what is. And I feel like um, when we kind of practice this way of speaking about ourselves in a way that we don't like, we look at ourselves in the mirror and we're like, I don't like to see this. Um, we measure ourselves and compare ourselves to others. We are constantly um, watching on social media how other people look. And so I feel like most of the times we are not happy about how we look and who we are, you know. And when I started to practice, uh, when I started this practice, I was like, Oh, so yoga is going to tone my body, is going to make me look like this and like that, because there's also a lot of that assumption of what a yogic body should look like. And um, it just, it's not true. I feel like most of the times we look at something that is not a reality and we compare ourselves with it. And we completely lose touch of the way that our body is trying its best every single day to keep us living. And it's the only way that we can experience this life is throughout our touch, our taste, our smell, our eyes see the world outside us. And we need to take care of ourselves in order to have a nurtured body to do so. So if this journey um, is going to end at some point, at least I'm going to make sure that I did my best, but that I nurtured myself with positive thoughts, with positive and kind words. And um, yoga has made me realize that my body is actually doing its best for me every single day. I I told you yesterday that I discovered that I had a back injury and I was kind of off my practice for two to three months. I don't, I think it was up to three months at the time. I went from having 
an amazing practice, blah, 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 blah. amazing mm -hmm. for what it's worth, you know, an open body and bendy and going through it and everything to being unable to tie my own shoelaces alone um, to standing up from bed. Like I would wake up, sit, uh, like drag myself to be able to sit on the edge of the bed. My boyfriend would come. I would wrap my arms around his neck and he would like raise me and I would get up like that because my back was so bad. And I really thought I, I would never be able to practice again the way that I did. And it was hard at the time because I felt like yoga was, you know, I knew that yoga was more than that, but I needed that sensation because through uh, our body, we kind of calm the mind, you know, and um, that was kind of my vehicle for some some peace and some calmness. And so I was, uh, I, I had to stop all of that. And I had to turn to other parts of yoga in the meaning that I had to meditate a little bit more and try, I had to do this incredibly hard work of non-attachment and non-violence, ahimsa, um, of not being violent with myself, like not criticizing my body for going through something so difficult, you know? Mm -hmm. And why I, when I started to accept that, I realized that it would be possible Maybe it, would, it wouldn't be possible the way that I thought it would, but it would be possible in some way. So I started to adapt everything and to start really slowly. And also having a diagnosis really helped me and having physical therapy, also going to the gym, uh, getting a little bit stronger. All of those things helped me. But what helped me the most was having an amazing community of friends that also practice and would nurture me and tell me like, be kinder to yourself, you're going through this, take it easy. So I started to actually think, okay, I need to be kinder to myself. I need to take it easy. I need to go slow. And I started to do that. And now I feel better than ever. I feel like I'm so comfortable with myself. Like sometimes I go to the mat and it's hard, but I accept it totally because I feel like, okay, so to, today is not today. I'm going to do this as a way of getting better and not as a way of feeling worse. So I can choose. I'm on the mat and I can choose. Either I'm going to do this to feel better afterwards and to love myself and to take care of my body, seeing it as a way of healing, or I'm going to compare myself with other people and realize that I'm not doing what in my head I thought I was supposed to be doing. And so I started mm -hmm. to choose the first, you know, and things got a lot easier. And now I feel like my body is, I'm rediscovering my body, which is amazing. I'm kind of rediscovering how to do, do certain things in a different way with much more attention, with much more presence. So it was a blessing in disguise, actually. So um, I still have bad days, but at least I know exactly how to show up for myself, you know. And that is showing up instead of staying in bed and letting that stiffness kind of settle in again. So, yeah. So be kinder to yourself and be gentle with yourself. That's definitely another mm -hmm. life lesson and an advice. I, I love that so much. Oh, my God. You touch me so much. Oh. Oh. I have not nothing to add it's just uh it's just perfect 
moving to let's move on to the next perfect yeah, so, yeah this leads me to a different one as well so yoga when I started like I thought that yoga was about doing yoga you know like doing yoga was the practice the yeah the practice was going to the class and I did yoga then for that hour hour and a half and I would roll up my mats and go home and mm -hmm. throughout this time I realized that yoga is definitely not about that at all like what happens on the mat is just a reflection and the preparation of everything that is going on in your life outside within of, yourself yeah within yourself of the mat, you know because sometimes like I'm practicing and I notice that I'm very impatient you know I just want to go through it I just want to get over with uh mm. get it over with and I'm not breathing properly I'm not taking my time and then I start to realize that on those days I'm actually much more I'm I'm going much more faster than I was supposed to be going, you know, like it's because my life is probably chaotic and it's hectic and I want to go get things done like pretty fast. So yeah, it's definitely a mirror and it means that inside of me, things are going super fast as well. Like I can't even process my own thoughts. Um, and sometimes that's, that's just what I need to, to see. And to realize what is happening. So I I kind of sometimes say that uh, your mat is a preparation for life after the mat, you know? Because mm. when you are there, you are learning how to breathe in some uncomfortable positions at first. And that is just training your nervous system to breathe through difficult situations so for example if I am stuck in a certain physical posture that I feel that is very uncomfortable and again this happens a lot in Ashtanga not necessarily in Vinyasa because in Vinyasa the practice is different every time but in Ashtanga you can really you can't really run away from it you have a teacher and your teacher helps you go through that posture and tells you um, indicates you how to do that in a way that is healthy for you, for your own body, for your own self. So I'm really grateful for the teachers that I've had and in particular the teacher that I have right now because she has been going, I mean, she has been here throughout all of this um, back herniated disc injury. And a lot of times I will tell her like, this is extremely uncomfortable, I can't do this. And she will just tell me like, First of all, just breathe, take it easy, breathe into the posture, you know, and sometimes I'm practicing even alone and I can hear her words in my mind and I try to just breathe through it. And when you breathe through it, your breathing slows down, your heart rate slows down and you're not as stiff. So your body kind of relaxes a little bit, your muscles relax, you can actually close the posture or go a little bit deeper because you're not tense you know like your energy is flowing when you're not breathing your energy is not flowing your prana your vital energy is not flowing it's stuck so you just need to kind of breathe into things and in that moment your your brain is actually learning that 
what was triggering you no longer triggers you anymore you know like you're going through it you're able to breathe so after that if you're at work and you have an extremely stressful situation and you think okay i'm just going to breathe your body knows exactly what to do because it has been there before you know so it slows you down and you kind of start to feel things a little bit differently so that's definitely interesting and so that's how i found out that yoga is not about physical practice at all it's just about getting to know yourself and discovering how you can use these tools for self-awareness and for the life out of the yoga classroom you know it's about taking these lessons of not being violent with yourself of not um, of breathing and taking things slow and be gentle being gentle with yourself and others in your relationship, in your relationships with your family, with your friends, um, in your work environment, uh, and even in yourself, like when life throws something at you and you didn't want that, obviously, because it's something really bad, you just kind of know how to take a step back and think, proper, think properly, you know, before you react to things. You can act... Yeah and not react so i think it's yeah i i truly discovered how i told it's the way i told you i think it helps me it's not like i discovered it's like it i am discovering every day um who i am like what is really important to me like my own values what is my purpose in this life like what i want to achieve um and even what i cherish so it's definitely important because I feel like it helps me. And even though there are times where I'm, I feel really lost, I, I may even skip practice a lot of days in a row, but I always end up going back to it, you know, and it, that's a sign that that's because it helps me. Uh, that's because it's better than not doing anything at all like mm -hmm. so yeah it's about um being a better version of, of yourself to yourself and others as well because we don't live alone obviously self-care is very important but so is um being there when other people need you uh, so we want to be better for ourselves obviously but also for other people because we want to have meaningful relationships and to be happier so yeah Mm, yes yeah uh, yeah clarity of purpose and I you know when I started the podcast we that's what I stand for you know being the best version of yourself to take care um in a more empowered way others you know and feel fulfilled enough to say you know I took care of myself now I feel content I feel fulfilled I can happily with my heart and soul and passion help others uh thrive and be their highest exactly. self too exactly you know and you also said um I loved when you said that you're discovering yourself every day on the mat you know and it's your practices you know you discover yourself in that yeah, yeah yeah I told you this before 
and you said i mean i tried to say it before but I, i'm really going to try to say this like i don't want people at home to listen to me and feel like i have it all figured out because i definitely don't i don't think anybody has you know we just we just power through it and we have a way of powering through it with pain and despair and anxiety or with uh actually enjoying the ride like life is going to mm. be a, a roller coaster and either you enjoy it and you kind of let go and understand that accept that you're going to have really good phases where everything is kind of aligned with your purpose your career your friends your family with yourself but then kind of it kind of flips you know and it it feels like everything is off and you can't um, find your way back into it. But we need to accept that um, we can use tools to keep us centered. And I told you this before, I don't want people to think that yoga or Ashtanga yoga is the tool. For me, it is my, my tool, you know. But I know other people for whom, for example, my boyfriend has been practicing karate since he was six until he was 21 and then he got back to it at 26 and for him that was his tool mm -hmm. he had to to change and now he's actually doing something else as well but for a lot of years that was his tool for self-discovery self-awareness and a lot of the values that he has I know and I can see that he developed them because of that practice, because it also shows and teaches a lot about respect, about um, about self-commitment, about discipline, you know. So yeah. there are other things out there, like you can go for a run every day, you can try to meditate every day, but just choose something that is yours, choose something that you can do without actually being depending on other people or other physical things to do so because you want to be able like I can do my practice everywhere every everywhere at any time as long as I have a mat sometimes I don't even have you know like um, but you have yeah. other things that you can do maybe it's journaling you know and it works mm -hmm. for you but just stick to it and get committed and if you kind of get off and you feel like you haven't been writing for a long time and it made you feel so good but right now you just don't feel like it just give yourself the opportunity to tomorrow try it again you know because it made you feel good for a reason or just try to find something else but don't get into that rabbit hole of like not having anything and just mm -hmm. having that life where you wake up, you go to work or you go to school and then you come back home, you watch Netflix. I'm not saying it's bad. I love to watch Netflix. Okay. I love to watch series, but just don't make it, uh, don't make your life um, empty, you know, like routine. Yeah. yeah just Meaningful. Live with purpose. Yeah. Live with purpose and choose something that makes you really question yourself because for example when this back thing happened to me I was questioning it all the time like every single day I have I had pain in every single thing that I did so I was always asking myself why would I go back to it why would I do it what do I want what do I want with my practice from now on 
you know mm-hmm. and it stopped from being oh I want to practice because I want to get stronger and everything to like okay so I want to make sure I don't feel like this again so I want to get stronger yes but I also want to be kinder and be prepared because sometimes sometimes life is difficult you know and I hope to be a mother one day and my practice is going to be affected by that because I'm not going to give birth and practice the next day so I'm going to have to accept that I will need some time to get better and recover if I have an accident I hope not but if something happens you know I want to make sure that um, I don't freak out because I don't have it anymore like I can have my practice with my mind with the meditation practice for example you know so yeah Mm -hmm. have have a few things as a safety net to Mm -hmm lean on and that helps you self-discovery that helps you set your best and that nourishes uh, your mind body and soul um i think that's important so the last the last um lesson that you learned um i'm curious to to know your your last words yeah so I guess that uh, I wanted to say that good things definitely take a lot of time, you know. Uh, we are used to living in an era where everything is handed to us very fast. We can have anything like delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days coming from all across the globe. Like if you want to ask something, you can just get your phone and try to search for it. But um, the true meaningful things in life the ones that really matter they take a lot of time to get to you like you won't be able to know what your purpose is uh, unless you take and spend some time actually sitting with it trying to figure out what it is like we need to be patient with ourselves uh, being kind with ourselves as I said but also being patient like I used to think that that if I my practice is going was going fast like if I was mastering the bar, the postures fast it meant that I was good you know but what is being good like what does it even mean um I I realized that I needed to be patient because being good for me was about respecting my body and respecting my limits and realizing that I needed to enjoy that process you know um that process of going through it in order to achieve this and this goes to everything in life like your career your good relationships also take time and a lot of patience like you need to take care of them to nurture them and we need to um, realize that things are not going to appear so fast we just need to Mm -hmm. keep on showing up every day and in a matter of years maybe we can say, oh, back then, like 10 years ago, I was such a different person because I was impatient. And now I feel like I I am patient. And I, it's not like now I am patient. It's like now I'm a little bit more patient, you know, because you never mm-hmm. get to really master things. You just get a little bit better uh, day by day. So, yeah, we need to be patient and take it easy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, as you said, when you wanted to go fast, it meant it was good. And I reflected that 
so much and I resonated with that so much because um, in our society, if we achieve our goals, for example, of school or career in a month or a year, wow, that's so impressive. That's so good. And maybe in the exterior, you see that person achieving it, but she suffered the whole time. You know, mm -hmm. so what's the point of achieving it, achieving that, that like impressive score or that impressive thing if you didn't enjoy the process? Yeah, the ride. So the ride, yes. Yeah. And also by saying that, I want to say if that thing that you're trying to reach is the thing that matters most in that moment if you need to and you need to make sacrifices and it will be challenging you know it's okay go for it you know if you're a career-driven person and that's what feeds you go for it go all in but also be aware and take time to reflect and be intentional with your process and ask yourself, you know, I love to ask myself every single day, why, why am I doing these things? And does it bring me at the end of the day joy? You know, I had yeah. a friend who I, I will always remember that she's a good friend of mine. She wrote in our in our book of, of final graduated in high school, she said, and she said to us also in the class, um, one of the lessons I learned in the past five years is that I was always home at the, and at the library studying because I wanted A plus and I wanted perfect to grades. score perfect grades, but I didn't make friendships. I didn't enjoy it, you know. Mm -hmm. So for her, maybe the grades at at the end of the day weren't so important, you know. So think about what's really important to you. Um, is it friendships? Is it your career right now? Is it your family right now? And center mm -hmm. your actions in this because you want to live with purpose and joy life is about joy and being proud of yourself and being your highest yeah. self and moving and be forward be happy be yeah happy. I feel like most of the time it's like we actually kind of judge people for what they want you know in their lives but it's completely fine to understand that as I said, nothing is ever the same. So in this phase of my life, maybe what matters to me the most is my career. But in a couple of years, it will be my family or the other way around. Or even just what will matter to me the most would be like traveling the world. And that's completely fine because we can live like different stages of life at different times. And we shouldn't be afraid of changing um our way into the changes of life itself you know uh like oh i lived like you said maybe your friend it fulfilled her to have good grades but then in the end it was like this is no longer serving me i didn't make friends so perhaps i'm about to enter a whole new phase where i try to connect with people and feel 
um, nurtured by people around me. So just don't be afraid to say, I made this and now I'm changing into that. Because if that's what makes sense for you, who are, who are other people to say that doesn't make sense? They are not living your life. They have no idea what you're feeling, what you're thinking. So just trust your gut and, you know, go for it and just be happy. This, this life is too short to be uh, about pleasing other people, you know? Yeah, so don't care about anyone's opinions, just do you and just do what makes you happy and fulfilled. And um, yeah, I definitely agree as well. So another thing that I wanted to say is, you know, what you said um, to me yesterday, it was... Um, how your mind is complex and um, yeah, that's really how my last lesson, I guess it's my final thing. So yeah, I feel like this is also such a an amazing thing that I've been learning because I haven't mastered it at all. So if maybe there's someone out there listening and thinking, oh, that's not really how it works but like at least for me I've discovered this so I feel like our mind is much more complex than we think because before we even think about these kind of things we spend our most of our lives just like creating these pre-existing beliefs that we are a certain way you know and um, when you get to yoga it's it's curious because in Ashtanga, like, because we do the same thing every day, it comes to a point when you have been practicing for like more than a year that you've been doing the same thing all over and over again every day. It's not always the same, but like pretty much the same. It just gets a new posture every now and then, uh, but the sequence is pretty much the same. And sometimes I get that feeling afterwards of like, do you know when you're driving somewhere like you're driving to work every day, you know? And sometimes you're like, I don't even remember the path that I took. I don't remember the streets. I don't remember if I saw a tree or not because you're used to that path, you know? So you're kind of in autopilot. And I think that in without, with practice, it's, with Ashtanga, in, for me, it's like, it's pretty much the same. I'm doing the same thing every day. So my mind is on autopilot. And that's when I start to access, not access, but to have these thoughts like I'm practicing. I'm not thinking about what I'm going to do next because my body already knows the sequence by heart. So my mind starts to unravel, you know, like and the the thoughts start to pop up, like all of these random thoughts that are just over my head, a flow of thoughts, random thoughts. And I noticed that I have a pattern of uh, picking one of those thoughts and kind of developing it. And that's how our mind works every single day. Like we are doing a task and then we get into autopilot and our mind starts to think about something else, you know? And it's a, for me at least, it's about noticing that and thinking now is not the time 
So just let go of that thought. And that's what meditation is a lot. You know, it's not about not thinking about anything. Most people think that, oh, I can't meditate because it's too hard to not think about anything. It's not about that. It's about watching your thoughts appear. And instead of developing them, just watch them go away. And another one will come and you'll watch it and you'll let it go away. It's like you're laying on a field, you're looking up at the clouds and they are coming and going they don't stop over your head you know so we sometimes unless it's an intentional thought like i need to think about this now i need to stop and think about this of course we have to do it to do that all the time like in our jobs or other things like i'm i'm cooking i need to stop and think about what i'm what i'm doing you know so i think that for me practice has been teaching me how to pay attention to the right things on the right time you know um and of watching my patterns of thoughts like mm -hmm. my beliefs um why am i not enough why why isn't this posture going as i wanted just let go of that like why aren't you enough why are you thinking that you know and that's when the real work begins because you're starting to unravel all of those patterns those beliefs that maybe come from a long time ago and you never address them so it's natural when you start to practice that you start to kind of have a lot of uncomfortable issues arising because you start to think about things in a different way you see them differently and you want to take care of them you know like you want to settle your life because you want to be at peace with yourself so I feel like at least for me it's a great way to um, getting to know my thoughts and the root of my thoughts like why am I thinking this and so most of the times our mind is completely playing us. It's tricking us into believing that we can't, we're not strong enough. Just because we've never done it, it doesn't mean that we're incapable of doing it, you know. It just means that it's going to be the first time and maybe you're going to fail and the second you're going to fail and the third as well. But like 100 times after, th after that, it's going to work. And you're like, okay, so I've seen that I, I'm capable. So maybe... I need to let go of that, that belief that I can do this. And mm -hmm. it's nice, at least for me, to think that. So it's a lesson that I wanted people to take, like pay attention to your thoughts. Don't feed your negative thoughts. You are in charge of what thoughts you want to develop and they become your reality, you know, because I wake up and I have this, thought of I'm going to stay in bed I'm really tired but I, then I have this thought of no but maybe I should go I should practice and I should start my day feeling fulfilled the one that I choose is going to determine my mood for the rest of my day either I feel like it was pointless I didn't get up why did I fail again or I'm going to think I did what I proposed myself to do I took care of myself early this morning so I started my day by showing myself some love so now I can start my day and at least for me that's what I want to choose you know and when mm -hmm. I'm not choosing it I can see it and I can think why am I not choosing it let's try to figure it out so it's a lot of okay. inner work but it's worth it <laughs> mm -hmm. it's a great self-awareness tool because you discover your 
your thoughts, you know, you are in this quiet moment with yourself and those thoughts, like you said, pop up. Um, I love, you know, the metaphor that you said about the cloud, you know, it's important to not get attached to those thoughts when you're doing something really important and intentional, you know, like a trick, a tip for you guys. It could be when you have a thought, have a paper and a pencil and write it down and just say, you know what, I'm going to think about this maybe later, or I'm going to think about this task later. And um, also for multitasking, you know, like it's not Very good helpful. to multitask. Yes. So just when you do something, do it, just do this. And if you have another thought coming, write it down, but get back to work. Because if you're going to get attached to all the thoughts coming, you're going to stop being in movement. You're not going to move forward. You're not accomplishing your task that you set yourself in the beginning. So, so uh, such a big lesson. Um, uh, Luisa and I wanted to finish with the message. You know, a big point was yeah that we are we are so much more that we can imagine and we want you to know that you, there's so much more within you think that you're an iceberg and right now you're just at the surface and Luisa taught me this there's so much in the deep of the water and there's so much that you didn't discover yet so Start by doing a practice that you lean towards and think that you're enough. You are so resilient, powerful, so much more than you think. And, you know, no matter what you're going through, you can handle it because life doesn't give you any challenge that you can't handle. You can handle everything that you are going through right now. So just, you know, take those tools that we gave you today uh, or, you know, do more research to be able to uh, take time for yourself and to discover your inner self, find your inner power. You know, I am a certified life coach. That's why I'm a life coach, because I'm creating this space for my clients to dig deep and find their inner power and inner strength to discover themselves and move forward. Um, but you don't need to be alone. Also in this journey, uh, you can ask for help. You have that power. You have that power of decision to reach out. That's um, the power of resiliency, asking for help. Um yeah definitely yeah thank you so much because that's a perfect way to finish this I think that as you said it's just a matter of diving into ourselves you know and trying to mm -hmm. get to know ourselves so for anyone who is listening um, just take that time to invest in who you are because you are the reason why you are living this life you know so this is truly, um, this is truly important. We should um, be able to understand what is our purpose, um, and 
what makes us happy because we are mm -hmm. meant to live this life with happiness and joy so just dive deep find something that works for you um, sometimes I feel like I am still finding out what works for me and that's completely fine as well we don't need to feel like we have it figured it out uh, just yet sometimes I feel mm -hmm. like oh yeah I want to do this with my career but what is my true purpose like is it to work uh, in healthcare is it to work in sustainability because I'm currently uh, trying to find out what I'm going to be working with and sometimes I feel like what if I work with sustainability first and then I try to move into healthcare whatever it doesn't matter it's just a matter of finding what works for you for different times in your life and enjoying it so yeah also teaching is something that I really love I feel like each time mm -hmm. I don't teach Ashtanga Yoga I teach Vinyasa but I have this group of wonderful students that are truly the reason why I teach. I feel like they teach me so much every single time because mm -hmm. they are going through their own struggles, you know, and their own obstacles in the practice. And by helping them power through, I feel like I'm learning new tools on how to power through things. I'm learning more things about how the body can work because my body is different from theirs so I'm trying to understand them sometimes they ask questions I don't know I'm going to learn so I can teach them and tell them so I ask my teacher and then I teach them so I feel like um, sometimes teaching is my purpose but sometimes it's not you know and it's okay just um, have fun while doing it just have fun on the process so yeah if mm -hmm. you want to to reach out to me obviously you can send me a message on instagram i believe that um gabrielle is going to put it in the description of the podcast episode and just feel free feel free to follow me and ask any questions you might have or to even give feedback from this session i feel like i talked so much um but yeah just i wanted to really take the opportunity to thank you Gabriella for having me because it's it has been such a pleasure to talk to you get to know you and be able to share this with someone else um mm -hmm. so I really appreciate anyway, it I'm grateful thank you thank you so much yeah no I hope that um Everyone that is listening has taken something out of it. I'm sure of it. We have learned so much. And, you know, it might be a longer episode, but this podcast is to put a light on other humans' experience and journey and passion. And, you know, you had a message towards um, with yoga, you know, how you how you embody yoga and how yoga is um tra transformed your life you know and um as i said uh before life is always evolving and you're perfect and enough and um and you're doing good even if you're always evolving because that's the purpose of it all you know evolve and be happy and feel fulfilled so i hope you felt empowered 
uh, today. I hope you learned something new. I would love for you to share it on the socials. I will put the socials of Luisa, of course, um, in the description. Invest in yourself. Has had Have the courage to show up for yourself. Take the first step and uh, invest in yourself. Have a wonderful day, everyone, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to, wherever you're when you are listening to i'm so thankful that you tune in and um, see you next week for the next episode